Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Hello, my friends. How are you? Welcome to the High Aim Anxious Podcast. I have a topic that has been on my heart a lot lately, and I knew I needed to talk with you about this. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is the ability to receive. I've noticed that something in common among anxious high achievers, especially women, is the difficulty we have in allowing ourselves to receive. Are you able to receive? Are you able to receive help? Are you able to receive compliments? Are you able to receive love? I've been thinking about how not receiving contributes to anxiety. For example, if you struggle to receive help, how does that make you feel? A couple of episodes ago, I discussed using control as a means to cope with anxiety. If you try to control situations, you likely aren't in a state to be able to receive. And if you can't receive, for example, help from others, will you feel more or less anxious? One example I have of receiving versus not receiving is from the first few weeks of my children's lives. Since I breastfed, early in those days, I had to get up every couple of hours throughout the night to feed the babies. With those get-ups come diaper changes, feeding, burping, holding them up for 30 minutes, and then putting them back to bed, and then getting them up and doing it again like an hour and a half later. With my first child, I remember so vividly how hard the nights were. I was so lonely. Every night as bedtime approached, a feeling of absolute dread came over me. I felt so lonely sitting up during the night, just me and my baby. My husband offered to help, but I figured, why make us both suffer? I had to be up at least part of the time anyway. Why not just do it all myself and let him sleep? It was a very miserable time for me, and my anxiety was through the roof. I know that lack of sleep and loneliness definitely contributed to my anxiety. After getting time to process what went well and what didn't go so well with my first child, I was so much better prepared to have a different experience with my second baby. I started asking for help right away before the baby even arrived. I told my husband about how I wanted help. He would get up, change the baby, give me the baby to feed, and then he would burp and hold the baby up after his feed and finally put him back to bed. It was a night and day difference from my first postpartum experience. It was still hard, the lack of sleep, etc., but I didn't have the feeling of dread as bedtime neared because I know or I knew my husband would be up with me, and simply having him in the room with me, even if he was snoozing on the couch while I fed the baby, 
made such a difference for me. I wasn't lonely. The biggest difference maker, in my opinion, was receiving help. My husband would have helped me with the first baby and even offered to, but I wasn't prepared to receive his help, and we all suffered for it. I was exhausted, anxious, and miserable. I'm sure my son and husband picked up on me being tired, short, cranky, anxious. It was terrible. But when I received help the second time, it felt completely different. I was still tired, I was still anxious, but it was manageable, and I kept noticing how it felt so different in a good way from the first time around, because I was willing to receive support. In receiving the support, not only did I get more rest in the form of sleep, but I got rest from the pressure of being solely responsible for the nighttime care of the baby, and rest from the anxiety I felt when I didn't sleep and rest from making myself the responsible adult caretaker at nighttime all alone. So, sweet friend, I want you to think of how receiving could alleviate some of your anxiety. And what specifically is available to you that you could receive? Now let's brainstorm some ways that you could receive together, okay? When your boss offers you support at work during your busy season by allowing you to have a flexible schedule, could you then receive that support from them? Or when your assistant offers to help you in an area of your business where you know they're capable of helping you so you can spend your time on something else that's a bigger priority for you, could you receive their help? Or when your significant other offers you a compliment, rather than shying away from it, could you simply receive it and say thank you? Or could you receive your own care, compassion, and love I want you to think about simple little ways that you can offer this to yourself. Go back and listen to episode 32 if you want more on that. Could you put your hand on your heart and tell yourself that you're doing a great job and then just sit in receipt of that act of love for yourself? How do you think you would feel if you started receiving? I'm willing to guess you may feel a little less anxious for one. I'm telling you, One thing that is always available to you to receive is a little attention from yourself. Maybe start there. Could you start by giving yourself a little care, compassion, or love, and can you receive it? I'd love for you to spend some time really paying attention to the opportunities you have to receive this next week. Notice when someone offers you something, a kind word, an act of kindness, whatever it is, and then notice how willing you are to receive it. And please come join my free Facebook group and share how you are receiving. We'd love to hear how receiving is making a positive difference in your life. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes, and I'd love to see you there. Now, thanks for being here today, friends. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey, friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.